Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. And uh, thank goodness it's not that cold outside, so I'm sure a lot of people are grateful for that. I uh, hope everybody's doing well today and uh, woke up and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day of running. But uh, it's always a pleasure and honor to get to do these little devotionals each and every morning. Hopefully it'll encourage you and, uh, uh, and spur you on for the rest of the day and, and put you in the, in the right frame of mind. And that's what I want to do. I want it to be uh, something that will uh, encourage and uh, maybe even get you out there to talk to others about the Lord. So, you know, it's uh, uh, try to always have the attitude. You know, like I say, it's, it's not just. Our, our relationship with God is just that a relationship. It's not based on feelings. It's not, you know, we have uh, those euphoric feelings sometimes in our relationship with God. And I'm saying that that's bad or that doesn't happen, but it's more than just feelings and that it is a relationship and it is a walk and it, we are in a continual state of growth. At least you should be. And uh, so, you know, we need to uh, uh, find that joy uh, that God has given us when we understand that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That alone should bring you much joy and excitement. You know, sometimes it's easy to beat ourselves up because uh, we mess up so many times. And I know, for one, I screw up all the time. I mean, every single day I screw up. And uh, it's frustrating, particularly as a pastor. And, and uh, you preach Sunday morning, and then Monday you're screwing up. And it's just like, you know, uh, sometimes you just wonder, you know, why? But the fact of the matter is, is the devil that keeps wanting to beat you up. It's the devil that wants to remind you of past mistakes and problems. And, and it, then God comes in and says, listen, you're forgiven. Just let it go. See, the devil keeps wants to hound on you and hound on you. Look what you've done. Look what you did. You're miserable. You're, you know, you screwed up again. And, you know, it just, it wants to just make you depressed and tear you down. But the fact of the matter is, we are, there's none righteous on not one. We're all fallen individuals. We don't use an excuse to continue to stay in sin, but we have to understand on this side of heaven, we're never going to be perfect, and God understands that. So instead of sitting there, and, and even though you might have given some selfish desire or, or showed selfishness in some other ways or whatever it may be, uh, that, um, that we know that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that we are forgiven, and that we are loved, and God's never going to let us go. Once we make that profession of faith, accept Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, into our hearts, and we understand those things, then we can take great joy in God's uh, substitutionary atonement work on the cross, and that we are redeemed, and that we are sanctified, and that, uh, you know, we do devotions, when I do devotions like this, it is to encourage, and that's what we want to do, is come together and encourage each other, building each other up, and realize that you're not alone in your walk, and that we're all making mistakes, we're all messing up, but we're all on the same goal, is to have that mind of Christ, and uh, so instead of letting the devil beat you up because of a mistake you have made yesterday, or the day before, or whatever, or even today, realize when we ask for forgiveness, God forgives, and he lets go, and we just need to focus on Jesus Christ, and I'll focus on the mistake we made, because that's where the old devil wants to keep beating you up, even after you've asked for forgiveness, the battle still continues, so let us uh, start this day out with joy, and let's forget what happened yesterday, let's use today to glorify God, and uh, you know, and when we understand that uh, we are forgiven, and that where we're headed, and our destina destination is clear, and that the victory is won in the future, and in today, we could take joy in that, we could be happy, and do start our day off right. So let's do that, let's start our day off right. So we're gonna look at um, uh, Psalm 146, eight, 
And if you have your Bibles handy, of course, I always encourage you to uh, use those Bibles. We always want to use those Bibles as much as we can to highlight and to uh, um, uh, underline so we go back in, in reflection. So we're going to look at this at uh, 146.8. It says, The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind, and the Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. And, of course, we have uh, the little mole here that is blind uh, as our uh, example. And, uh, of course, the verse there again of Psalm 146.8. And, you know, without God, you know, those who are not of God, those who are in the world, uh, are blinded. The God of this world has blinded them. They do not understand the things of Jesus Christ. They don't understand the things of God. And uh, and this kind of stuff that I was hitting on Sunday night is the morality of this nation is is you know the uh, pendulum. The further you get away from God, the more lawlessness that we see, the more disrespect for authority that we see, the the increase in lust and uh, perverseness. Uh, all these things that we see uh, that the devil has distorted and destroyed and perverted that God has made. You can see that. I mean, it's evidently clear that further people get away from God, the worse our society and people become. And, uh, you know, it seems like uh, it's all we see anymore is the evil and vileness of individuals. And, uh, you know, I, again, I, I don't mean to keep harping on this for those who uh, were at church Sunday, but it's just I, I'm so tired of the, the wussification of our country that uh, there's people, as I saw a statistic uh, this morning, uh, people said uh, uh, like 28% didn't feel safe around a Trump supporter, uh, that uh, or they didn't feel safe around somebody flying a Confederate flag. And it's just... You know, it's just my gosh! What how big of a weenie can you be that you know that that terrifies you? I mean, you know, it's just there's no spine or backbone anymore. And they what really made me mad people at the ball game and, and saying to put him in jail in regards to our president. But yet uh, we see Hillary getting a free lease, you know, and, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to get into politics, but I just get so mad and get so upset. And, and the reason why I don't like to get into politics is because, uh, you know, I don't want to cause divisiveness uh, among fellow believers in Christ Jesus. And I want to draw people to Jesus Christ. And there may be somebody watches today that uh, that are that doesn't like Trump, doesn't like conservatives, whatever. That's you know, that's your prerogative. We're in a free country and that's it. But I just want to make sure everybody understands that. Jesus welcomes you all, and that uh, he wants you to come to know him. And uh, despite where my political affiliation may be, uh, you know, the main focus is to make sure that you understand who Jesus Christ is and what Christ has done on the cross for you. And that's what I, I don't want to, that's one of I try to steer away from politics because I don't want that to be the focal point of why you don't come to church or why you don't want to come to Jesus Christ your own Savior. Uh, you know, if there's something blatant that I feel needs to be, that's completely contrary to the Word of God and needs to be spoken about, then yes, I'm going to bring that up, political or otherwise. If that's what the Lord lays in my heart to talk about, then I will. And uh, if you find that offensive, then, you know, that's a problem you may have with the Bible or God, not me. All I am is the messenger, and I just try to present the gospel as, as the Lord uh, uh, wants me to, and when he brings me the, under those convictions and uh, sets those things in my mind, then that's what I need to do. And uh, But the fact of the matter is, I want to draw people to Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, and I think that's one thing that's repulsed people from Christianity 
uh, because instead of showing love and compassion, see, I think sometimes I think Christians feel that if you show love and compassion, then you're um, compromising on your convictions and beliefs in the Bible. And by no stretch of the imagination are we doing that. Uh, we are want to show compassion and love because we want to draw them to Jesus. But by no means do we ever compromise on God's word, no matter what it is uh, politically or gender-wise or whatever it may be. Uh, as, long, if, as long as we're sticking close to the Scripture and doing what God says it is, no matter who likes it or not, we have to stick close to the Scripture. Uh, but we still need to show kindness and love. We must speak the truth in love. But, you know, we see so much anger from those who scream tolerance that uh, we, we get very angry and very defensive, which is natural because that's something I have to fight because it's so easy. You don't know how many times that I've been in the middle of typing something because of some garbage I've seen on social media, and I just erase it all because I'm like, what what is it going to serve? You know, even though I express my opinion, all it's going to do is, is tick somebody else off, and it's, it's not going to, it's not going to make any difference. So why waste your time? So I just you know, all I can do is just try to do these devotionals and encourage. So it says here, you know, the Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. So when the Holy Spirit comes, remember we witness when we minister and we tell someone else about Jesus Christ. That is what's called planting seed, and uh, and so once we plant that seed. You know, we can't force anybody to believe. We can't force anybody to be saved. All we can do is plant those seeds and pray that the Lord will water that and cultivate that, and their eyes will be open. They'll come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. But when Jesus opens their eyes, when Jesus opens the eyes of the blind, you know, just like he told Nicodemus, that you're born again, we're a new creature in Christ Jesus. When our eyes can be opened and illuminated to the things of Jesus Christ, oh my gosh, what a, what a, we see things in a whole new light. Uh, things just seem more beautiful, more peaceful, more wonderful. And of course, the Christian walk is the hardest thing you'll ever do. It is the toughest, and we know that um, you know we we can't you know it's easy to want to preach uh, peace and comfort when it comes to things of Jesus Christ. And although those although those things are true and real, and that is a part of it, there is the other part of that that it is a battle and it is hard and it is difficult. And we're going to fail, we're going to stumble, we're going to mess up, and uh, the devil's going to throw uh, fiery darts at you constantly, and he wants to bring you down. He wants to separate you from the love of Christ at all costs, but. We have the one by our side that is more powerful than the devil. And even though things may be coming at us from every direction, we're thinking, what's going on? Uh, we know that Jesus has our back, and he's with us, and he'll, he will overcome those things that seem the, like impossible to us. The devil wants to get in our minds and psych us out, so we know that Jesus is there. And that's what gives us comfort during those rough times in our lives. That gives us comfort knowing that God is there. And the Lord raises them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. Now, obviously, he's not talking about self-righteous behavior. You know, there's like the Pharisees that wanted to be seen and, and uh, acted pompous and pious and thought they were better than other people. And, and we see that even today, that we have people who have are on such a spiritual high horse that there's nothing you can do is ever good enough. Nothing you ever do can, will ever please them. You know, you, 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 they want every, every little thing that you, you put on social media, they want to scrutinize and rake you over the coals over. You know, it's just something simple like you think something's funny and you put it on there. And obviously, if it's completely perverse and or using foul language and, you know, in your claim of Christianity, you're posting that kind of stuff. And yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's not a good thing. But sometimes people can, you know, everything you try to, it's humor. They want to pick apart and, you know, well, brother, and cry, you shouldn't do that, or sister, you should, you know, just going off on you. And it's like, dude, man, lighten up a little bit, you know? My gosh. 
uh, you know, God gave us a sense of humor. He wants us to laugh. I think some people are so miserable, they want to make everybody else miserable with them. But Lord love, loveth the righteous. He loves those who are trying to serve him. And see, every morning when you get up and read your Bible, every morning when you get up and spend some time in prayer, that is showing humility before Christ Jesus. That is showing that you are humble and ready to be used by God. And uh, and so that's what we have to do. You know, I think so many people are worried about the the uh, the splinter in their brother's eyes, and but don't worry about the plank in their own eyes. Not to say that we're not to judge. Uh, God tells us to judge, but to do so by the same way we ourselves will be judged. If there is no judgment, then jails would be empty. There would be no right from wrong. Well, there has to be judgment, but it has to be Christ-like judgment. And uh, but uh, you know, so we need to be careful uh, how we go about. Uh, we don't want to go out publicly rebuking somebody, or uh, uh, you know, or you know, let's just make sure that we're 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 being humble before Jesus Christ. Because that's what the Lord wants. He wants us to be humble and righteous before Him. He is what makes us righteous. We of ourselves cannot be righteous. It is God, it is Jesus' atoning work on the cross that makes us righteous before God. See, you know, God wanted, He needed judgment, and we were need to be penalized for our sins. And we deserved hell. We deserved death. We deserved the punishment that Jesus Christ took. But Jesus, out of His love for us, and that's why it's called substitutionary atonement. He he took he substituted himself for us. Took that beating. He was nailed to the cross. He was buried for three days. He rose again. He did that for us so that he could save us from a very real hell. And so, as a result, when we accept Jesus Christ our personal Lord and Savior, we become joint heirs to the throne with Jesus Christ. We will actually judge angels, and uh, and so we will be equal with Jesus Christ. We're entitled to everything that Jesus has, and that, is that not a wonderful thing? That we are prince and princesses in God's eyes and in His courts, and uh, so that that is a wonderful thing that God has chosen us to love Him, and so that's what Jesus loves: is that we have become righteous because of His propitiation. Uh, and his atoning work and that, that being blood bought you know that's kind of one thing I was talking about Sunday morning and the fact that uh, uh, his blood is what covers our sins his blood is what has renewed us and made us new creatures of Christ Jesus and the fact that you know when I was talking about Sunday morning you know about uh, uh, Jim Monroe uh, he's a, a Christian uh, magician he was talking about uh, how when he had cancer his blood and his bone marrow they, they had a pretty much uh, kill him in a slow death with all the radiation and then with his blood donor and he became when they test his blood now it looks like a 19 year old girl the xx chromosome because it's been totally replaced with something new and then that's what happens to us when we come to know jesus christ our personal lord and savior we are replaced with something new it's no longer us that exists it is god in us and so those things we used to find uh, pleasing we no longer find pleasing we want the thing we find pleasing now is the things of jesus christ we want to be slaves to god we want to glorify god we want to be a servant to God. And that's what it should be on, on our minds constantly, 24-7, is, Lord, how can I better please you? How can I better serve you? What is your marching order for today? And, and seeking out the Lord each and every day. Remember, my friends, when you start feeling down, when you start feeling low, remember who is the Lord, the God, the King of your life, and that is Jesus Christ. And when you have that excitement, when you have that joy, it is contagious, and it will spread to all those around you. So don't let the devil rob you of your joy. Rejoice, because if you've given your life to Jesus Christ, 
We rejoice because our name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. We rejoice because we're joint heirs to the throne with Jesus Christ. We rejoice because we have God's power within our lives. We rejoice because of His great love, His grace, His mercy, His forgiveness. Rejoice, my friends, brothers and sisters of Christ Jesus. Rejoice. We have God in our hearts. Let that be reflection. Let that smile be on your face because we know what God has done for us. And that victory is won. And so whether it's today or in the future, our victory is there. We've already won it. So man, smile. You're not defeated. You're a winner. Remember that as you go out today. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you. We love you and praise you. Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for an opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, thank you for your atoning work on the cross. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for making the blind to see. And Lord, uh, let us be a witness for you in all things. And help us, Lord, to fight against those thoughts that want to bring us down, tear us apart, because we know that that only comes from the devil. Let us seek comfort in you and cling to your joy. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, us. watch over, protect us this day. And Lord, be with our parents, teachers, and uh, children, and school bus drivers. Let them get to school and back safe. Without any problems or complications. Be with all those with uh, prayer requests or prayer concerns that have been shared on social media, written down at church, spoken and unspoken. Let your will be done in each and every one of those situations. Healing be upon those who are dealing with various sicknesses. And Lord, pray to be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Uh, let him seek you out for all things. Protect him and his family. And Lord, just be with this nation. Let him touch their hearts and minds like never before. Let him turn to you like never before, for it is too late. Let us serve you well this day, Lord Jesus. In your name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I thank you all for watching this morning. As I say, it's always a pleasure and honor to get to do these each and every day. And if you have friends and family that you think might like to watch these uh, devotions, uh, you tell them to go to at Dr. Young 77 on uh, Facebook. If they don't do Facebook, they go to Twitter and watch the videos at Dr. Matthias Young. And uh, as always, if you haven't subscribed already, go to Apple Podcasts. It is free. The Dr. Young Chronicles. Uh, our sermons are uploaded on there. Uh, podcasts I do each week are on there. And, uh, of course, these daily devotionals. So while you're working or working out, you can listen to these things. This Thursday at 10 a.m., I'm very excited. We have a war hero veteran. Uh, Mr. Josh Hall will be there to uh, 10 a.m. Uh, to discuss his story and what he's been through. So you definitely want to tune into that. So I hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day. And remember, as I say every morning, live each day as if it were your last. Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Thank you.